And only every now and then does the Civ show get to witness and have in its midst a legend. And it, it just pleases me to be able to announce that the Civ show has managed to, we have managed to secure the greatest civilization legend. And the Civ show will be hosting. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Civ Show podcast, where we suck so you don't have to. I'm your host, Moisos. Raising, raising Zozo and Nystagmus. I don't know what happened there. I, I forgot to unmute my mic on Dang. Twitch, I, okay. and I and I took the opportunity to mock you for it. So, uh, what, what can we do here? I don't like you right now, right, Zoe. Okay, <laughs> see my hands. They are not impressed with you. They're up to my armpits to try to show that I'm mad at you, sir. You guys, you guys got to get back to working together again because you, you got that game on Sunday. You got to work together, man. Uh, I think, don't remind I think, me. I think our alliance functions on our, our on our differences and uh, the mutual disrespect that we show one another. It, it makes us stronger. I will try my best, yo, Zebra, to turn up the hype. <laughs> you know, I call it his mistakes, he calls out my mistakes, and we get better. Like, that's you see? how our relationship you see? works. You see? It's perfect. You just don't understand this, Dagmus. You don't understand, okay? It means, though, we go way back. We go way back even further than you two. You don't even know. Like, pfft, whatever. Who are you, his cousin? Like, <laughs> I, I, I met Moy before I met you, even though he wasn't even born yet. That's how freaking amazing time travel we are, okay? Like, come on, the Stagmas. Come on. On this episode of the podcast, we will be talking about our last Sunday six-player free-for-all Terra map. We're going to be talking about the Merchant of Venice challenge that Zoe has come up with. And we're also going to be talking about Portugal's first look video. And then at the very end, we do have a big announcement. So stay tuned for that. So with that said, why don't we start with last Sunday where we had... Myself played Byzantium, we had Zoe play Russia, we had Nystagmus play Gaul, and then we had three AIs, Vietnam on Emperor Difficulty, Rome on Emperor Difficulty, and French Eleanor on Deity Difficulty. I am sorely disappointed by Eleanor's performance in that game. Sorely disappointed. Terrible. Terrible. I'm just going to clean it up. I'm going to clean up Eleanor. Are you? I thought you had to retreat. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's temporary. It's temporary retreat. Okay, it's temporary. I raised the city. I raised the city. She's got no. She's got no military. I, I I have resurrected my enemy a couple times. That was really annoying. <laughs> that was really annoying. So anyone doesn't know this, that if you conquer someone and then their city, we're playing in dramatic ages, which you know I love that that game mode. It's my favorite game mode, and. One of the cities became free cities. I took it over again. You can liberate a, the old computer. You get 300 diplomatic favor for doing that. And um, you get five error score for then immediately killing them again. It didn't it wasn't enough to stop me from going to a dark <laughs> age, but it was a pretty awesome exploit. I found out that was that was pretty awesome. Now, I'm not saying that's like Russian blizzard in apocalypse mode, but uh it was alien. It's not equivalent. No, it's not equivalent. Russia Blizzard Apocalypse mode is completely busted. <laughs> like, 
Not even fair. Well, I'm wondering, like, if you can do it in perpetuity, right? Can I, like, at the end of the game, during Dramatic Ages, have a Dark Age, then liberate a city, and then bring back Rome randomly? Like, when you know he's not been there for a thousand years? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. The way the mechanics yeah, yeah. work. You know what? The, the end result is destroying Zoe's economy uh, is what happened because I was I, I ended up. Oh, yeah. That was another thing we found out this too. One, he has this one city that's so delicious for trade and like everywhere, everywhere else is like it's like, you know, five gold five. And then there's one city, 15 gold. And I like this city. I had like four cities trading with this one city because I was like, "This is sweet gold." See, you and like then, the gold, but I was raised by it, crafted by the gold, and that's why all my cities okay. are. Okay, all right. Well, then, yeah. Well, I, I learned the hard way. I had to like take a loan out from one of the other computers to, because the that's AIs. the other exploit. So apparently, everybody, if you do this, what I did was I was trying to get out of my dark age. I liberated the Roman city brought him back, and then immediately tried to kill him. But apparently what happened was he had a research alliance with Zoe, which apparently got reinstated immediately when he was bought back. So when I declared war on him, I was automatically at war with Zoe, and he lost all his trade routes with me. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it destroyed my economy. I went to, like, negative 30 gold a turn. And it's nice to know I, that even like, when we're not on the same team together, I'm still propping up your empire with gold. See? Whether yeah, I'm just giving yeah. you the gold <laughs> yeah. or you're trading with all my cities that are rich with gold, I am still just giving you the gold. Um, so there you go. Yes, it's true. It's so true. dependent. I am. Wow. I'm. A, I'm. A, I am so dependent on Nystagmus for resources. I, I. I. I was able to turn it around. I got the temper. I got the money. I got some gold, and I was able to redirect my trade routes. And then once we had peace, I was able to get that trade going again. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was bad. But, you know, I, I'll say this about the game. Um, when there's AI, I think we cooperate a little bit more together, you know, because like it's the common enemy. It's the know, common enemy. I have noticed one thing is that because when we're all playing together and we, one of us declares one and the other, we start we go into try hard mode pretty bad, like. Like we go into like, okay, now I got to like actually do something. And then the conversation kind of peters out. Now, the really cool thing about having the AI is that when Zoe's, you know, um, fighting Eleanor, he can tell us, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Right. And but when you're fighting me, you don't want to be like, hey, I'm going to do this. And you're just going to tell me exactly what you're going to try to do um, so I can defend it. So it, it it causes a little bit more conversation going on because we can actually talk about our battle strategies without fear of giving away the game. Right. So. Uh, I think that's a cool aspect of it. We can actually talk about, or I can complain that it took me way too long to defeat the Romans because I didn't think to build a battering ram because I'm an idiot. But yeah, so. <laughs> you didn't build a battering ram? You mean me about building a battering ram with cavalry and you didn't build a battering ram? So, it's okay. Like 200 I just gold. didn't buy the object. I didn't use it incorrectly. Like <laughs> you used it incorrectly by not using it at all. No, no, I don't know. That's not the same What's thing. What's worse? What's worse? Building it and not being able to use it or not building it and needing it. I don't know. Having access or not having it at all. What's worse? I don't know. What's what's worse, like needing a car but not having one or trying to start it with like uh, a coat hanger. Right. <laughs> trying to start it with a coat hanger. That's worse. That, that was an easy question. So that's what you did. You got a battering ram and tried to use a coat hanger because <laughs> you tried to use it with cavalry. You just... I, no, I have the excess. I'm the one that. What are you talking about? That's like having too much food, or having not enough food. What's worse? 
But but is it different if you can't even eat the food? Like you had the battery ram, but you Dang it wasn't it. like helping you at all, right? So it, you can have all the food you want, but you can't if you Fine. can't eat it. Like <laughs> whatever, boy. You tried to you tried to use a battery ram with Calvary. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Either either way, sorry. I I'm at, like this is a cool game. I'm looking forward to returning to it. Rush is so much fun. But my my one my like my one beef with them is that they're too good early and there's too much going on. And when everyone's like, hurry and finish your turn, hurry, it's like, guys, like from turn one, I have so many resources. I got so many things that I can do. Guys, I'm just kicking uh, ass so hard. Like, come on, you got to calm down so, a little bit. Well, it's <laughs> Russia is really it is a really, really tough sieve. I was overwhelmed by like just all the units and uh, how quickly I was earning great people and like, what am I doing with them? And, and like, I was amazed by my yields. Would you say that you were winning so hard? You got sick of winning. I was winning so hard. Well, the other problem though with Russia is they, I got landlocked. So you guys are all like able to explore the ocean and this is a Terra map. So basically now Moy's in this position that he's gone and he's colonized and there, I can't even, I'm stuck. I can't, I can't even build boats. If I built a boat, it would be in a lake. That's the type of boat I can build. Hey man, you could be the next Norway lake boats. I heard I, they're really oh, good. Yeah, tell boats. me about these lake don't, boats. Don't ever, don't ever bring up that. I brought it up on my, <laughs> I brought it up on my stream because I, I was right beside Harold in that game. And I brought it up with my stream. Exactly what my experience with Harold never being in any of my games ever again, because that was literally like. We, we were all playing on the same level difficulty computer, but like the different levels that the computers were playing at was just like not even comparable. And, and Van Bradley, I think, is in the chat. I think I saw him. Right. Was he? Yeah. yeah so he, yeah, he's my Harold in our game was coupe levels of incompetent. Right. Like like he, he was that bad when we were playing with him in our in our like in our game. That that's how bad he was. He was horrible. No, yeah. Like <laughs> you can't compare. There's no way. Coupe settled a one tile tundra. Island, there's you can't compare Harold building lake boats Harold, and Harold didn't build, a one tile tundra. Harold didn't build a single coastal city in that game, despite being next to the coast. Built them only on lakes and built longboats. All he did was build longboats <laughs> and lakes. Don't tell me he's like, like no, it, it was comparable. It's exactly comparable, actually. <laughs> it's like starting as Germany and not calling for a reroll when you start like in like literally like right beside the edge of the map and mountains all around you. Yeah, it happened once. That was a terrible game. The stagmas kicked my butt. Yeah, oh, right. The, the Inland Sea. Yes. The Inland Sea yes. game. I forgot about Where that. Where I was then. Germany and it was so much BS. <laughs> next, okay, I have a question. Next time for you, I'll though. scum, I guess. Now that scumming's becoming, you know, the thing to do. I have a question for you, though. Yeah. Do you think you're in a position to win this game? Maybe um, I'm cont like now that you're in the main continent or the new continent. I don't know. I think you're going to just skyrocket ahead. I like how no one did something like, is this thing going to win? No. What are you talking about? It's the was. Well, you're in a rough <laughs> position. Um, I'll get to you. I'll get to you. I, um, I don't think so. I think like the in the long game, I think y you're you're you've got that down. Um, and I'm very stuck where I am. Like if I take out France, maybe, but that's going to take a bunch of resources in the meantime, 
you know, now you've got time to like build your infrastructure. Your science is going to probably be 400 by the end of next game. That'll be a record. So, well, I just, you know, I say with minimal hyperbole, it'll probably be 250, <laughs> two, 250, 300 by the end of next game. So I don't know. I hope so. It'd be nice. What's your win condition? What, what are you going for? Uh, it would appear that I would have a good success if I tried doing that evil culture victory, uh, okay. especially because right right now, as is, like I've got quite a bit of wonders. My thing is, though, I'm not really my cities are very small, so I don't have as many trade routes as I possibly could. And I don't have as many. Um, I only have one culture hub, right? So, yeah, Yikes. but but considering that I have a pretty good culture score right now. Right. But I don't have room for the great works and I don't have all, room for all the stuff that, you know, is going to generate the major tourism. You have wonders. You have a bunch of wonders. I got wonders, but I got wonders. So if this war with Eleanor, I don't know. I don't know if I can win this like and I have to put more into science. Like I need artillery. If I'm going to have any hope, I'm going to need oil. Like we're going into the next phase here so i can do culture but if i'm going oil i'm going next phase you know if i start pumping out peace tanks what do you do <laughs> uh, i'll give myself a 23 percent chance of victory it's a very precise okay. number okay you want to know i, I hear this thing was do you think you're gonna win no i'll go to you next why no like i, I actually just, think no. you do I, I think there's a very good chance i think you have very you're as likely to win as either of us I, I highly doubt that, but I feel like um, like I had a good streak going. I was actually really surprised I got as far as I did without getting a Dark Age. Uh, I, you guys were like, yeah, man, I'm already past my Dark Age thing. And I was like, the last two Golden Ages I had, I did it by the skin of my teeth. Like, just, just the skin <laughs> of my teeth. And then I just wasn't able to make the next hurdle to get to. Now, I'm lucky I didn't have a your level of Dark Age when you were playing Scotland. Like, that didn't happen to me. I was really, really It might scared. happen again. It might happen again. So, you know, don't don't rule the it out. The one way I would say that would help me win is if you guys, like, built up all this stuff, You have, and especially since you're expanding, that you guys both go into a Dark Age that is just, like, really horrible, um, and I can capitalize on that. And um, But don't you have, you, you have coast access, right? So you could take the other side of the continent of Terra, I could. right? Yeah, I could. So that might be something to do. Again, the, the game, the dramatic ages kind of paused how I normally, I normally sim like crazy. I love having lots of cities, but I'm just, the more cities you have, the more likely you go into a dark age. So I'm just scared of it. That's, That's true. why <laughs> I didn't think of that. I guess, I guess wouldn't Terra be the first to flip? Wouldn't Terra be the first to flip like the new continent? Yeah. yeah. So that's your win condition, though, is that like me and Zoe get into a dark age and we just flip out of existence. It could happen. I It happened to me. It could happen. Right. So if you just stay on your five cities or whatever and you just chill and you build up your, your science. Yeah, and your culture my, my, to make cities, sure you are, my cities are tall, man. Like, like, I have one tall city and all my other cities are like population. I think four. almost before <laughs> before the Dark Age hit, because um, I had to take over that Roman city again. So it's it's a lot smaller. I, th I don't think I had a single city that was under population 10. And wow, like all of them are big, like they're all big. That's the only thing I can think of maybe because I think also. Uh, how many people are in your cities determines how easily they are flip in a dark age. I think that there's like a mechanic in that too. Loyalty is directly proportional to the population in your cities. Yes. Yeah, so I think that's what stopped me from losing more um, 
uh, more, more cities because I thought for sure more was going to flip because I missed the golden age by more than 10 points. That's not a whole lot. That's not like a crazy amount. Like that's two wonders. I think a wonders four, four era score or something like that. Did, did we just leave an age or? Yeah. And going into that dark age, someone stole two wonders I was trying to build. Probably Zoe. He's yeah, it was, all wonders. it was so. Yeah, I had a couple of them that I was building, and then it was like, oh no, you can't do it. I'm I'm Russia with with work ethic. You know, I of yeah. my cities, while I have few cities, they all have like production fifty. So yeah, I'm gonna build wonders. Like that's what Russia does. Yeah, I'm not mad. You about got it. the production. I'm a lot less sour about it than I used to be. I'm a lot less sour about it. <laughs> you have the productions, though. I think I have the culture, though. I am. Currently generating yeah, you got crazy over culture. 200 culture per turn. I almost can get to like national parks. I have my preserves uh, starting to get online as well. I'm on the new continent. I'm really afraid that I'm super afraid of going into a dark age. I really I, I, I think it's going to happen. It's going to happen in like either the industrial era or the modern era. I'm not sure. It will screw you most. Definitely, it'll screw you most because oh, yeah. you've got so many cities now, right? So yeah, as as like if I got a dark age, all my cities are clustered together. I will very rapidly be able to uh, to retake them. I think I only have five or six cities, anyways, right? So yeah, mm -hmm. I guess that's the one thing both my stag nystagmus and myself have uh, going for us is that we do have smaller empires, uh, and you have I think what like ten cities at least. Um, um, I think I have like 13, 14, 13, 14 cities. Like, yeah. I have a lot. Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah, we're going to start hearing ding ding for you. OK, <laughs> never, 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 never happened. Never. Let, let's move on to the Merchant of Venice challenge. So <laughs> take it sure, away. Sure. Uh, OK, so I kind of I don't know. I went on a walk and I came up with this this challenge um, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. I think it's at least fun. I don't think it's hard, but it's, it's at least fun. fun. I like it. Yeah. So the nature of the challenge is the goal is to levy at least 10 city states all on the same turn. Tell you levy your city states on the same turn. Uh, you can't levy city states. There's no levying city states. So you levy them all on a single turn. Uh, but before you levy them, you must declare out loud in your house even if you're by yourself or if you're with a family or if you're at a solemn occasion that you should like a wedding or something like that, you still have to shout it out Not a wedding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's online now, you know, weddings are online. So you yeah, have to you shout play the Android. You can play you Android. Can. You, know, you can. You can. You have to shout out. I am the merchant of Venice. And then you have to proceed to get all 10 of them levied in one turn. If you get it wrong, if your math is off, you lose the game. There's no scums allowed. Okay, it's just you play and you got to get it. We we found it's relatively easy, uh, especially if you're coupe, you because it's on a terror <laughs> map. So you just go to the new continent and just convert everybody and you get it done no problem. But uh, I think it is fun and it's got room for tweaking. And I stopped doing the tweaking after I banned coupe. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do any more tweaking, but I am going to come up because I want to work on this challenge. I want to make it something to do with city states i always liked civ as much as um i never liked civ world congress uh i did like the merchant uh, or, or venice in uh in 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 civ 5 i thought their their thing was really cool 
maybe I could have that it's a one city challenge. So it could be Merchant of Venice Ooh. and it's a one city challenge uh, to replicate that. So that might be a really easy way to make the game really hard. So you're just you're not allowed to build settlers and you're not allowed to take religious settlements. You can only have one city and you have to win, you know, that way. Maybe that's the way to go. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of some possible tweaks, but either way, it's like four, four of the seven modes are on. So it's like secret societies, dramatic ages, corporations and barbarian clans, barbarian clans. And the original idea was I included specific civs that would be really good at converting uh, city states. So I had like Teddy Roosevelt and I had. Matthias, Germany to murder murder them. (laughs) And then I threw uh, Eleanor of France in because I was like, well, if it's dramatic ages, uh, there's going to be all of these, the city flipping going on. And let's see if Eleanor can get out of control. And in the new world, there's going to be tons of city states. Uh, But unfortunately, I did not anticipate that the AI has no interest whatsoever, at least those ones, no interest whatsoever in colonizing the new world. So pretty much once you're able to get overseas, it's easy. From there, it's it's easy. Uh, either so, way, though, it sounds like it's fun. So go ahead, Moy. I, I want to get into uh, the Civ pick, but I want to hear... I know, Nostagmus, you're not doing this challenge, but I want to hear who you would pick, given the conditions that, that Zoe has laid out. Um, now, uh, can we choose uh, new Civs? Any, you can, any Civ, any you, civ want. you want. And duplicates no limits, are Not on. Portugal, because they're not released yet. Oh, okay, yeah. that's what I meant by that. <laughs> This is pre-Portugal. You have to play this today. So, one of the things that, uh, you know, Canada would be a good pick, I think, on uh, obviously, right? So that, okay. you know, because th- just because no one can declare war on you, right? It allows you to just kind of like pick owls and it will, I know that was another thing you might want to ban too, right? But just so that you probably be friends end, yeah. with the, yeah, but be friends with the, uh, the city states. The other civ that, would be probably good is just one that you can because it's all about getting envoys right so trying to sue all the different cities is someone who can get to something to get to the other continent especially if it's on terra right so i'm thinking like dito like the phoenicians would be a good mm-hmm. one okay um, good choice another naval any other any naval sib really so like victoria england maybe too just good, gets you another quickly, good choice yeah it gets yeah. you quickly there um so those those are the two main ones i'm thinking off the top of my head if, if coupe is bad because coupe would be like the op yeah coupe is bad uh, <laughs> uh, all right so do. so so go through who you picked and why uh i ended up going for dido of the phoenicians for yeah my my intention was i would relocate to the new capital uh relocate to the new continent and then my aim was to i might even move my capital there and then you know take the advantage of that so more or less the kube strategy just not in the ancient era so that by this time you know you're you got to hold your own and they're just uh they're I've, I've actually discovered they're just a really fun trade sieve like they're just really fun for uh, for uh one of the economic sieves which is good to like rediscover a neat sieve like dido so yeah dido i like i was thinking about doing like like the easiest way would have been like teddy the Rough Rider Teddy is the one that gets the um, the two bonus, envoys whenever the two he envoys yeah. going owls, and then like yeah, this will be super easy. Uh, or the Mali, uh, I thought just with the amount of gold and you know you want relative peace, go owls, and you have tons of trade routes. The Mali, so um, yeah. Did you try Mali at all in your like any of your games? 
I am currently trying Mali on a different map in an Earth game that I'm going to try and do the same thing, but I'm it's not I'm not okay. declaring it an official challenge. So no, not yet. So I tried Mali to see. I'm like, okay, I'm, I have a couple in mind. I'm going to see how Mali does, right? And so I did it offline, and they struggle with their early game, especially on Terra. You are public enemy number one. You have like no military because you don't have any gold yet because you haven't established yourself. And then you can't produce any units because it's so much harder to produce units that like everybody just gangs up on you. And it's so impossible to play Mali. I tried so many times. I had such good like holy sites and and sugabas like there i was producing so much i had like two plus seven sugabas i'm like dude this nice. is amazing it's awesome and then just like city flip because of dramatic ages war <laughs> from another guy war from another person and i'm like oh my god mally's so hard <laughs> like how do you do mally so because I, I i'm like okay i'm losing confidence in mally i had the same idea where okay let me just get to the other continent as quick as possible then who does that better other than coupe then Norway, because right. Norway, you can answer ocean tiles with shipbuilding instead of cartography, which right. is an incredible amount earlier than anyone else. Yeah, so I, I didn't say Norway because I have a bias against Harold. I'm sorry. Norway's amazing. Dude, Norway is a good sieve. I love Norway. They're amazing. Anyway, I, I, I won't get into that too much, but I picked Norway. I'm already on the other continent. I think I'm, I'm 87 turns in. I'm on the other continent. I have two cities there. I think I'm about to establish a third. I'm about to hit a golden age. I have monumentality. Since they have stave churches as well, they have they have they want a religion. They want faith. You could easily get monumentality and start just spamming out settlers with your faith. So I thought Norway was just a really good way to get it. I think I don't think trade routes is going to be the issue. I think there will be enough trade routes by building harbors and commercial hubs and having owls. So like I'm I in my head I'm like trade routes isn't I don't I don't care. I'll get them eventually. Let's just get to the other islands. So I, yeah, I picked Norway. That's my strategy. Um, I, no, and that, I think I think I, I watched a bit. Um, it was it, 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 definitely one of the stronger sieves out there. Mm. Uh, so, like, I I think this will be one of those challenges that will will tweak it. Uh, and I think it was just the general consensus. It was at least fun to play, even if it was uh, a bit on the easier side or like less difficult. I, I think maybe if you compare it to recon, that was hard. That yeah. was a recon. That was, hard, that was a really man. hard challenge. But maybe this is a good this is a good change. You know, we just had a really hard challenge. Well, the other thing that someone made the point of that I was like, yeah, I think you're totally right, is that I think in multiplayer it'd be super fun because then we're all yeah. well aware of what we're trying to do. Uh, we're fighting for city states. Uh, we're fighting for getting claim on the continent. And then I think the dramatic age, it just adds this level of like you could lose everything. If you're not yeah. careful and you have to plan and the most frustrating thing, I think, and you guys have probably found this too with dramatic ages is when you're like, oh, crap, I've reached my I've reached it and I have 10 turns to go and I've got like 15 things that are going to give me error score. Uh, and there's like yeah. no way to unless you plan ahead, there's no way to steer that. So I don't know. I could see us trying this out one day, maybe on a Sunday, trying it out or even like we have now on our discord. We have uh, looking for group. Um, I encourage all of our Discordians to try this out. Get a group of you together. Get like eight of you together and 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 try out this challenge. And because um, ultimately it is a kind of peaceful challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Unless somebody takes over the city states, and that'd be funny too. So if one of you went and with Germany, them. Go and then you got to go liberate them, and it's like, all right, let's go, let's go liberate them. Unless you're raising them, but I think maybe you shouldn't be allowed to raise. 
It, then barbarian clans can take action and you can start getting more once we raise that's one, then another right one you're ones. right that's the yeah. uh, that's the defense mechanism right so anyways try it out guys it's on the discord i don't know if we can quickly throw the link on the chat but it's on the discord and under our challenges hope you like it and open to suggestions for how to make it a little more challenging i think if i do add something i'll go total civ 5 and make it that it's a one city challenge i could see that being fun um maybe everyone has to rename their first city venice <laughs> i venice is in my game actually my oh uh, that's cool. i picked that's funny. Uh, city states i picked all the all the gold ones not thinking about it and i saw venice and i was like oh huh okay well i'm your merchant but not yet <laughs> let's move on to though the uh one of one half of the exciting news today which is portugal portugal the first look came out man this is an insane civilization. Uh, who, Nystagmus, you start. How, yeah, how, do, you, how do you feel about um, Portugal? I like trade stuff. Trade, <laughs> I, I think it's very interesting. Um, I think it's, I know everyone's like talking about how like awesome it is, but I think they did a pretty good job of like balancing it. You get all these different yields for their trade routes, but they can only be on coastal cities and only with cities that have harbors. No, no, no. It's coastal or cities that have harbors. So if, if I settle away from the coast, but I built a harbor... You can trade with me. Really? I thought it said yeah. and or, instead of or. or. Definitely oh, okay. Because I was looking at the Civ, the Civ Wikipedia and they say and still. So maybe we'll, uh, I'll clarify that. Really? Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I, it didn't look like it because. Well, okay. Thank okay. You, Carl, Carl's yes. coming with. Okay. So yeah, someone who wrote the, uh, the Civ Wikipedia here is wrong. I got to go and correct it. But still, I think it balances it out then because it's not like all of their international trade routes can do that. You know, obviously they get awesome yields from these these particular trade routes. Um, and the only thing I think it works really good against the AI. I wonder how the multiplayer game would work. Like people just stop settling near the coast. Everyone declares war in Portugal. They have no international yields. <laughs> it's 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 like denouncing Canada right away. You know, screw you, Canada. Isn't there like a, a world congress where you can like embargo somebody or something like that? Like, um, yeah, that too. No trade routes to Portugal, or Portugal has no trade routes to anybody else. Oh. <laughs> So, good. so like, like, that's a cool ability, but um, it, it's obviously got its weaknesses and stuff. It's just that I like the idea of of trade routes that are very in, in the early game, especially. Um, I just I can't give up the uh, temptation to use more domestic trade routes for the production and food bonuses. Mm -hmm. And so now mm -hmm. this one really gives me the idea of like never even relying on that at all. Just use a lot of the um, uh, thing. And then the other interesting thing is their is their uh, infrastructure. So obviously their ship was going to be like the special unique unit, but like the infrastructure, the fact that you could build it in like other people's like territory, that special unit that their ship can build, or that's, um, what's it called yeah. again? It's the, the Fetoria, the Fetoria. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation here. Yeah. The Fetoria. The Fetoria. Yeah, right. yeah. I think, I think it's, I think it's really cool. Yeah. But I just think it's really, um, um, really cool. The dynamic of having to build it in someone else's territory, which is, I yeah, think, really cool. I think that's awesome. It's so unique. I thought it was so cool, which could be very trolly, by the way. But so I, I didn't really like thought, think about this when I first heard this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, you both benefit from it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you want to be friends with Portugal. They, they build these things in cool spots. I didn't think about that. You can just block a really good harbor spot for somebody. It's like, nope, I'm going to build it right here. You can't build a harbor there anymore because it's, you can't destroy it. It's just there forever. Can't be destroyed. Can't be adjacent to another for for yeah, for Tila. And and the other thing I, I just wonder though is if you have to be, if you have to have like a declared friendship or an alliance no, for you to open, do it. Open open border. No. So to to benefit from it. So if you want to benefit from it, 
you have to have open border with another civilization or a city state. So, but they automatically have open borders with all city states. That's part of their yeah, their yeah, thing. Yeah, Portugal's that's thing, cool. Which is that insane. is cool. That ability alone is like wow. And then I think Moy, and I don't want to take away your question because I think you had a really good question in your video about Portugal about their other infrastructure, the navigation school. What's the question? Was oh, I'll come, can oh, they yeah, okay, can yeah, they yeah. be part of the Hermetic Order? Right. right like what I, happens? I haven't answered that, that already. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Alchemical Society will take over the unique university. So Arabia also has a unique university, and if you pick Hermetic Order with Arabia, it's the same thing. The Alchemical Society takes priority over the unique improvements. So Portugal is is, is a sieve that you know. Not that Hermetic Order is usually your first choice, but. Don't go Hermetic Order with Portugal, one, right? Portugal. Like hundred, uh, me, yes, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people know. So don't go Hermetic Order with Portugal. Hundred percent terrible. Like like Hermetic Order is already maybe C tier. Like it's it's already it's going to F tier for Portugal because the navigation school, the unique is in is insane. This is an insane building. You get plus one science for every two coastal or or lake tiles. Uh, you also get plus twenty five percent production to naval production and you get plus one great admiral points as uh, along with the regular plus four science plus one housing from a university so the amount of science that you can get from this one building especially on an archipelago map is incredible or beside uh barrier reef yeah beside barrier reef is is really good too because you get the adjacency bonus as well but if you think about like oh i can build a really good mausoleum you can build a really good navigation school as well because all those coastal tiles just science, science, then, science, 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 science. The very last thing, too, is their leader special ability, which in bigger games is better. Right. Oh, because yeah. So they good. get, yeah, go they, get um, they get one. They get you get one trade route capacity for every sieve that you meet. Right. So the bigger so the game, so, so like Imagine playing a game where if you like scout, like if it was like a terror map and it's like an eight player game that someone like scouts terror map really quickly and then gets eight trade routes without doing anything. Yeah. Right. Just, like, no. And then just, just like, for meeting like them, yeah. all you're doing is producing trade routes and then you, you have so much gold per turn in the ancient era or classical era. Crazy. And plus one sites, nothing to sneeze at either. Right. Like a plus one site in it, like that allow you that allow you to scout much faster because a scout already has what a two or yeah. a three range two uh, a two so two, a three, three, out, three hexes in all directions come on that's a it's, lot it's no it's no uh plus one movement that grand columbia gets but maybe not, not but 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 so potato if you watch potato mcwhiskey's reaction video this he brings up a really good point which is since sight works as a radius you're revealing more of the map than you would if you had plus one movement because yeah. if you're yeah. moving just in a straight line you're revealing like seven to nine tiles at all times every time you move uh portuguese units that have siege abilities so for example like your point was battleships um oh, ha yeah. have so battleships for any other state would have plus two sight or two sight and then they have three range so you need another unit to help give them their full range portuguese battleships don't need that because yeah. they have plus one rent yeah. site, so they can actually they don't need extra units to see ahead of them to able to hit units. They're able to do more. So it's more than just like scouting. It's also, especially when it comes to siege units, the ability to see the opponent and and hit them um, comes into play as well. So it's a very important ability, I think, 
And so what we should do is have Portugal and and Grand Colombia fight it out to see which more one of those two things is more OP. That's that's what we got to do. What's crazy to think about is that if you get a scout and then you, you have three sight because of Portuguese uh, unique ability. And then if you get the plus one sight, you got four. You can see four tiles away from yourself. Holy crap, dude. That's like half the map almost. Exactly. Fewer, but wow, fewer scouts, fewer far. scouts. Well, you still get blocked by things, right? Like if you can't see through the woods, right? Uh, there's an upgrade for that, too, though. There and is an upgrade. Yeah. You know, it would go you if you go down the entire left tree, it's like you can move through trees, you can see through trees and then plus one sight. So it's a three level promotion. So you can either you can either get plus one sight or plus 20 combat in all situations. Kind of a weird choice. But for Portugal, I think you can justify the plus one sight. I like it for the idea of having scouts on your enemy's borders. You know, that's yeah. almost like having a raised um, intelligence level, right? That you're able to, to actually see what they're just like, well, yeah, I can see four squares in. Uh, and I have them pointed here, 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 and they're all just yeah, no, they're not doing, they're not attacking. I'm just very aware of what you're doing. That's that's intelligence, and that's that's fantastic. And then yeah, if, I think even naval. That's especially that's crazy. <laughs> Battleship that can see and shoot. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Would the site also apply? Like we're all talking about scouts and stuff like that, but I would imagine that the number one way that Portugal would scout would be to trade. Probably true. Right. But you, you, need to, you need to know the I, I, don't quote me on this, but I think you need to know the entire path before you can send a trade route there. Like you can't just like know where the city is and send a trade route. You need to know the path to the True. city. Yeah, but you'd be able to find route. that faster. But with the extra site, though, as you're doing the first cities that you see and the traders are going there, right? Oh, true. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even just, you know, building that first galley and being able to see that a little bit further, that could be a big indicator for like land that's close to you. Uh, for where to go to expand. I, yeah, I, I can see lots of applications for a simple plus one site. I think they'll, even the last the last one I can think of right now, just immediately when you spawn and your settler has foresight. You know how much land you can see? Like, oh, where's the oh. best place I can settle? Mm. Traders could probably also be used very effectively to basically spy, right, on enemy positions and stuff as well, right? Yeah, what, they have yeah. to go through water. They like they only can go through water. Oh, that's so you true. can spy in true. the water. Yeah, but I mean, how how effective is that going to be? No, no. Uh, well, that's the destination of international trade routes to coastal cities, right? In cities with a harbor, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the path that the trader will take is over the water. Oh, yeah, no, it has to go over the water. Yeah, does it? It just says that's yeah. the destination has to be. Uh, it was mentioned actually earlier by Carl. Um, Portugal's international trade routes have to be 100% on water tiles, except for those few tiles in between a city center and a harbor. Okay. That, that's a, that's a significant difference. And yeah. So that's the balance. That's the balance is that they're not like, there's such a big restriction on their trade routes. They can get a ton of gold and they get a ton of yields from them, but there's a very tight restriction on their trade routes and that's how they're balanced i like that they got that mutually beneficial so like yeah you could go and declare war on them but then you're you're not going to get these you know up to eight gold and two production in your cities you know like i think that's a, a good bargaining chip for um a civilization that's kind of looking for a mutual dependency but as soon as you plant that down i get the benefit then i can declare war and you and i still get the benefit yeah, but I still get the benefit too. 
right? It benefits both of us. I get I get a plus four and plus one production is Portugal, right? So it's um, who cares? Like sure, I, and I, I'm there, and I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing I could see, right? I could probably see out. Hopefully, uh, plus one sight. I don't know, <laughs> but I can, you know. But it's a way to like have your eyes all over the place. I like that. That's that's neat. So yeah, I, it's fun. The biggest question though is who the heck is going to play portugal out of the three of us when it's released i think this only solution is that we have to have an all portugal game <laughs> or none of us play portugal How what that? nah we then a contest gotta be a contest some kind of some kind of contest how about um oldest player in the civ show gets to do it that's the contest i'm gonna say <laughs> we'll see and uh, we'll determine that a little bit later. How about, how about yeah, that? Sounds about good. That? That's okay. fair. Sounds that's fair. sounds sounds good. Hey, do you want to do you want to go on to the uh, announcement now? Do you want to? Oh is it time? I I don't I like I wish I had something to like. Uh, I it's a hold on. I should dress up a little. Like 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 this is like this is like a look at this is like this is the sort of affair we're talking about. This is a top hat sort of affair. To, it, to, to, to announce uh, this amazing announcement. Would you guys not agree? There's a top hat. Do you guys have a top hat? You don't no. have a top. You no. don't have a top. Oh, guys. Oh, you got to get Sorry, your top bud. hat. If you're a serious anything, you got to have a top hat. A serious human. Anyways, for this serious announcement, I, I'll do it. I got it. All right. Um, okay, guys. So there are... There are heroes out there, okay? There are heroes of some renown, and we love those heroes. And they're, you know, they're great while they're around, okay? Uh, but then, you know, above heroes, uh, there are there are people of greatness, okay? So they're like great heroes, all right? But then there are legends, okay? There are <laughs> legends, all right? And only every now and then does the Civ show get to witness and have in its midst a legend. And it, it just pleases me to be able to announce that the Civ show has managed to somehow, and I think it's somebody up there likes us or somebody down there likes us, I don't know. We have managed to secure the greatest civilization legend just below Sid Meier's, I think, maybe maybe two notches <laughs> below Sid Meier's himself. <laughs> and the Civ show will be hosting Borderline himself, the big man Carl, on the Civ show. Uh, I believe the 28th is the day. Yes, March boy. 28th. March He'll and be playing with us. Like, that's like my top hat falling off my head. That's how legendary we're talking about here. It's going to be amazing. I think I think me and him have to have a costume off or something. Um, you know, to just to get in get into the to the groove of it. Uh but anyways, the dynamic borderline will be joining us. We're so excited. We're like beyond excited. Like look, I'm like giddy. I know these guys yeah. are giddy. Um, <laughs> you know, that's that yeah, like that's not the senility right now, okay? Yeah, there it is. You guys see it. There he is, the big man himself. Look at that bone. Yeah, that's a that's a legend that means business right oh. there. 
He's got a bone to pick with you, though. Bone to pick with me. <laughs> He's here to show you that a specific uh, faction of the pirates game is is good. <laughs> well, hey, the point I was getting is that you know Carl might play Portugal. So, yeah. oh yeah, you know. oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> of course I knew that. Well, Carl, I. I said oldest. I think Carl might be older than me. I don't know. Maybe Carl might be older I than me. I have no idea. That's not Weird. an appropriate question to ask. Yeah, so how dare you? A gentleman, you? a gentleman in a top hat never asks. Okay, about uh, about a person's age. But you're right. I think Carl should be Portugal. And I think we have a plan of the Civ Show Cluster F. Right? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Well, yeah, oh, it's okay. Good. We're gonna we're, are we gonna call it chaos mode? Chaos mode? Sure. I guess, I, I guess that's more politically correct. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna play chaos mode, which is gonna be every single game mode that Firaxis has introduced in the new Frontier Pass. Every single one. Apocalypse mode, secret societies, shuffle mode, God forbid shuffle mode, uh, monopolies and, and monopolies and corporations, dramatic ages, zombies. Zombies! Uh, barbarian clans. Barbarian all clans. Seven, all seven game modes. And Carl's going to come up with a game after, with that criteria. And we're all going to be playing New Frontier Pass Civilizations as well. Carl did say uh, that he would prefer one of us play Portugal. And Zoe, you, uh, you, uh, you're older than, than Carl. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be rock, paper, scissors, I guess, who plays that Portugal. One, us that three. one time that uh, that matters. Yeah, I think most of uh, the planet is older, than, uh, younger than I am. So, um, you know, and that's probably factually correct. <laughs> the best kind of correct? The yeah, best I'm kind wait, of crew. I am, cannot wait for a bunch of zombies overrun my empire before it's crushed by a bunch of meteors. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to see how many zombies kill you and take over your capital, and then the then that's when the the meteor will land. It's gonna be perfect. Oh man! It's so Van Bradley's reaction video to the ape March sorry ape March update was when he saw a zombies mode. He's like, okay, I'm not a fan of this myself. Especially in single player. It's like, but he's like, I really want to see the Civ show uh, take take this and do something with it. He's, he was really excited to see us do something with zombies mode. So I'm going to try and get it round up as many zombies as I can. See if I maybe maybe like a zombies only domination. You know what I mean? Like just you got to only have zombies and just start throwing sending them, them to places. places. Yeah, 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 I am. Yeah, I, I well, it's and like for the game mode, like we had debate about what it would be. Uh, and I think some guesstimated that it would be more on the magical side because that, like we said, oh, it's going to be something like war and peace where alliances are souped up. Or I was actually kind of hoping like when I was like Merchant of Venice, I was like, oh, what if they released a Venetian mode where it's a one city challenge? Uh, but no, <laughs> they, 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 they he's saving that. He's got that in his back pocket for another time. But uh, yeah, this is going to be crazy. So good company, like all the modes on. I, I, uh, it's going to be exciting. Do zombies burn in lava? We'll find out if a volcano can kill zombies. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll find out. It truly is apocalypse mode when you have zombies and meteors and the world exploding. <laughs> so it's everything blowing mode. up. Dark there are, ages. There are many apocalypses and- combining the zombie apocalypse armageddon apocalypse you know in my game my plan is to, i'm going to try to get bruce willis and uh, a bunch of other people together to help stop the meteors 
Um, I think it might okay. work. Okay. <laughs> um, who else can you get? I think Morgan Freeman might be able to help you out there. Uh, who, who's that old guy? Uh, he was in that movie, too. Um, Homer Simpson, I think, stopped a meteor once. Did he? He went to the space. The worst part is, Dad was right. Well, technically, it was the, oh, no, the no. pollution. He just said that the meteor was going to burn up in the atmosphere, and he ended up being right about it. Yes, he was. <laughs> so read all of your literature on how to destroy a meteor, Nystagmus. Uh, I'm sure it'll work, and you'll be able to shoot it out of the sky in time. So that will be on March 28th, Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then we, he's also going to be on the podcast on April 1st. And that is where we will have a formal interview with uh, Carl asking about the New Frontier Pass, Civ 6, the whole journey, everything like that. So be sure to tune into that week. We're going to call it Firaxis week because why not? And uh yeah, is that cool? I just came up with all the spots. Is that cool, it's, you guys? I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, no, no that's that. that's perfect. We're okay. half we're half improv here at the Civ Show, uh, and it's like it's almost yeah, like it feels like we're coming to the end of a journey, eh? It's been beautiful. It uh, yeah. I can't I can't say enough how much I love this strategy that Frax has utilized, and I think the Frontier Pass was genius. And like you had all these dedicated people just couldn't wait, and we got everyone else hyped out about it. And every time, like, you haven't failed, like, every time, it's like, and then we even get these little bonus game modes in between. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's the end of a journey, and um, it's beautiful that we'll have the uh, Barbarian Prime, the legend himself. We will we will talk more about the New Frontier Pass uh, after the update. There'll be plenty of time to to to, to have a retrospective on, sure. on the New Frontier Pass. So save for all sure. your comments on the entire pass for the very, very end um but yeah tune into march 28th and april 1st but we also have uh next week uh march 21st uh you know this sunday like what's happening on this sunday this why don't you why don't you take over for this one so we're gonna uh continue our game with uh our guest bosius me and bosius on a team trying to take down the unholy alliance between moy and zo um unholy and uh alliance. game plan like that. is that we hope nice. that moy and zo uh destroy each other and then we just claim victory. That, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Sowing the seeds. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask <laughs> Zoe to just he's gonna try to take iron from Moy and it's just gonna cause a whole fit. Uh and they'll just attack each other. Even though they're allied in the game, they will be able to attack each other for some reason. Yeah. The we'll game will out. know that it's just a natural occurrence for Moy and Zoe units to fight each other and attack each other. I'll fill his land with just warrior monks. There's, there's going to be nowhere to move. Just all warrior monks. <laughs> and then you have to come through and kill every single warrior monk individually in order to get to his city. I can't, de I can't declare war on you. Uh, I can't even retaliate. Like, because uh, it's, it's, it, I'm stuck. I can't move anywhere. Good, good. Looking forward to it. But then I'm not, I'm not getting conquered, I guess, if there's warrior monks everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, but my yeah. amenities are going to be so bad. My war weariness is all those units dying. It's just like minus one, minus one, minus one. Moy, if it's in the name of spite, there is no price that's too high. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's wrap up uh, for agree. today, shall we? So, speaking of wrapping it up, I hear, Moy, that you've been wrapping up a bird these last many months. How is that going for you? Well, I wrapped up a good old Twitter bird 
yeah so if you haven't followed us on twitter you should it's where you can get your most up-to-date civilization and the civ show updates uh it's also liked where we where we like to interact with the community where we like to roast some civ give participants every so often i don't know just depends on how we feel uh just follow us follow us on twitter we're, we're pretty cool people over do there it. at the do it. Show. do it do it do it do it and uh this the stagmas i hear you got a, a test tube tattoo somewhere not too uh visible eh tell uh, us about I it i have a i have a youtube tattoo oh um, YouTube, show tattoo. youtube channel uh, yeah, but uh, definitely dedication. check out our YouTube channel, which you can catch all of our other videos. If you missed the stream, never fear. You can always just check out the VODs on our YouTube channel. Um, we also have reaction videos. Uh, Moy makes some pretty awesome reaction videos recently. Uh, definitely check those out, the most recent ones on the channel. Um, I make my series, the Better Know Leader series. And uh, Zoe has raising reviews as well. So definitely give us a subscribe and ring the bell. Ring that bell, ring that bell. And then come in full circle, people. If you're looking to connect with us uh, more regularly in a more intimate setting, you can join us on our Discord. It's sort of like the watering hole of the Civilization Show community. Uh, we talk about all sorts of things. We're always at it. I think we have a chat thing going now and people looking for group if you just want to come and meet other civ show members and or sorry civ community members and just play some games you know go for it have fun uh so join us on our discord uh and as you know you can now catch the civ show five days a week uh the game the game begins on sunday nights at 7 p.m eastern center time with the civ show three hosts and a bunch of civ good times Guest hosts always coming and going, uh, both this Sunday. Monday, you've got afternoon tea with Nystagmas around 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Always a good show. Sometimes it's at 9 a.m. Usually around 9 a.m. Tuesdays is uh, Good Morning Amenities <laughs> with Raising Zozo, where he will have a nice coffee. He'll tell you all about it. He's got a whole bunch of new brews waiting for you this week. Uh, playing at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then... You know, the next day, Sun or Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, <laughs> every yeah, day, no, don't go but, back to Monday. Every what day, the heck, but man? the day that comes after two, I'm still kitty from from the legend coming on the show. OK, um, <laughs> uh, on uh, Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, the day that's after Tuesday, but before Thursday, Moy does Moy at night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, crack a beer play some Civ with Moy. Always fun. And then, of course, we finish the week off here on the Civ podcast uh, where you guys can hear all about how we suck so you don't have to. 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I think we're going to raid somebody. Moy's going to tell us that in a second. And uh, I hope to see everybody Sunday. And uh, always a pleasure, gentlemen. And thank you for joining us, those in the Twitter or Twitter, the uh the, the the twitch chat today we'll see you guys on sunday for the show with bostius until Boast then with the most have a good night. Bye.